This is Seattle's Morning News. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien. And in a few days, Seattle's going to have more than the usual number of people staring intently at their cell phones because we are the site for the Pokemon Go Fest, which starts July 22nd. And we have Pokemon Go game director Michael Starenka on the line. So, Colleen, you've never played Pokemon Go? I have never played, but I've observed people playing, and I kind of want to join in. It looks fun. I just, I'm a little nervous. I don't know the culture. Okay, so Michael, first of all, tell us uh, what this is about and how it works. Yeah, absolutely. So, Pokemon Go is a game that's all about, you know, chasing after these creatures all around the real world uh, and exploring the world around you. And Pokemon Go Fest is our biggest event that we do every year. And this year, for the first time since the pandemic, really, we're getting back out into the real world and hosting a major live event in Seattle Center uh, in, you know, this weekend. Now, this uses augmented reality. So do you have to wear goggles to appreciate it or do you just, you know, look at the scene through the cell phone? No, definitely no goggles needed. Uh, everything's played through your phone. It's actually very uh, a very welcoming game and a welcoming community. Uh, something we're really proud about at Niantic is the fact that the Pokemon Go player base is comprised of all walks of Earth. So you'll see kids, you'll see parents, you'll see people of all different backgrounds uh, enjoying Pokemon Go together. And it's really because this is the only game out there that actually brings people together in the real world and and creates a real world community. Uh, Unlike, you know, what you see in in other games that you might play on your uh, computer or your gaming console. Yes, I I agree with you. I was going to observe, Dave, that when I've seen people playing, it is all ages, all ethnicities, all groups, you know, coming together to play this. Uh, So what can people expect at this festival? Will will new characters be released or, you know, how does somebody go to it and and play during the festival? Absolutely. Yeah. So Seattle Center is going to be wide open as it as it normally is. So anybody's free to just come on over and and check out what we have going on. We'll have really incredible art installations throughout the entire area, uh, which, you know, we call habitats in in Pokemon Go. (laughs) So players will be able to explore different habitats throughout the area and discover different Pokemon in in each location. Uh, And yes, of course, we will definitely be releasing some brand new Pokemon that have never been seen before uh, this weekend. How many are there in all now? Oh, wow. We're we're over 700 Pokemon uh, currently. But at this event, you'll be able to find in a single day over 80 unique Pokemon uh, oh. throughout the day. So there's, there's quite a lot of catching to do. Now, these uh, uh, installations you talked about at Seattle Center, these will be in real life. So these will be actually physical installations where Pokemon will pop up as you aim your cell phone at them? Yes, exactly. So, you know, through augmented reality, you'll be able to anchor these Pokemon in the real world uh, and, and, you know, come up with some really fun photo opportunities where you might see Pokemon in, in different locations that you wouldn't normally see. Uh, there's a lot of fantastical things going on. You know, we have a, an electric garden, for example. Uh, lots of really cool uh things to check out and, and fun ways to interact with the Pokemon around you. Oh, man, now you're tempting me. I might have to bring my nine-year-old and go. I love that. <laughs> I love treasure hunting, so this is right up my alley. And I'm curious because Pokemon Go was released how many years ago? 
We just crossed our sixth anniversary That's earlier this month. And I've seen so many apps and trends come and go for cell phones, yet Pokemon Go seems to just continue to grow in popularity. And I realized you're biased since you're with the company. <laughs> but what do you attribute that popularity and continued growth to? Honestly, I really believe it's because of the real-world communities that Pokemon Go fosters, right? The game itself is is a lot of fun, and, and I personally love playing it. But what I truly enjoy is leveraging this game to go out and, and meet people uh, in the real world. So what you've seen in Pokemon Go is very different from a lot of other games, where a lot of people, you know, meet some of their best friends through the game, life partners, spouses... Uh, you know, it, it it truly puts you face to face with other people and it kind of removes some of the sometimes toxicity that you might find in a purely online uh, community because, you know, it, you're there face to face with each Real other. People, and, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> you don't often say nasty things face to face to people when you're playing exactly. a game. Is uh, Pikachu exactly. still the number one? Pikachu is still the fan favorite for sure. And, and you know, at this event, you're going to find a uh, an exclusive Pikachu with a, a you know certain flower crown on its head uh, that you won't really be able to catch anywhere else. Wow. Well, pardon me for asking a silly question, but how do you win? <laughs> There's no winning or losing uh, at this event. So everybody goes on their own personal journey. There's actually a really fun storyline that plays out over the course of the weekend. Uh, where, you know, you're discovering Pokemon, there's a maybe a wormhole that appears out in the sky. Oh. There's lots of, of fun stuff to to check out, but it's not really a, a competition between one another. So everybody can collaborate and, and play together. And in fact, everybody around the world will be playing during this weekend, trying to unlock, uh, a, you know, a reward that will follow uh, Pokemon Go Fest. So as the Pokemon game director... Do you sit up in a cloud somewhere supervising all this and choosing where the Pokemon live and pop out? And are you able to, are you like an all seeing eye up there? What do you do? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's such an interesting game to work on because it is rooted in the real world. And so for these events like Pokemon Go Fest, it's, it's always fascinating to me because we get to go to these wonderful parks and locations all around the world discover what's unique and interesting about those places and, you know, determine what Pokemon would actually show up here or what can we create that uh, lends itself to this physical location that makes sense in the world of Pokemon Go. So yes, there is uh, quite a bit of, uh, you know, pulling the the strings uh, <laughs> uh, from behind the scenes, but ultimately Unlike any other game, you know, this is rooted in the real world. So we, we try to lean into that as much as possible. Are you monitoring the game in real time and, and making things happen as you as you observe on the ground? Or is this all from some central control room? Um, it's a little bit of both, right? So we do a lot of pre-planning and, and making sure that everything is set up in, in real time. But as the day progresses, you know, we might drop some surprises here and there. Uh, that will be in response to, you know, how players are are playing throughout the day. Uh, we're also monitoring, uh, as I mentioned, globally, how players are contributing to uh, this global challenge is what we call it. And as things get unlocked through the global challenge, that changes what's going to happen in the game following Pokemon Go Fest. Wow. Pokemon Go game director, Michael Steranka. Michael, thanks. Good luck. Thank you. Hope to see you both out there.